T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. They got a couple of games uh, under their belt where things are going well. Uh, And their uh, manager joins us uh, now. Mickey, welcome. How are you? Hey, Mike, I'm doing well. All right, Mickey, uh, you've gotten a couple of, you know, your pitching hadn't been good, but you got a couple of well-pitched uh, games from your starters the last couple of days, so it makes life a lot easier. It, it does, and, and we, we, we knew this was coming. Um, we were hoping it'd be a little bit sooner, but, uh, you know, we weathered the storm, and uh, our guys will turn it around. They're a great, talented group. They're they're going out there every day and doing everything they can to to be the best they can, and they're going to turn it around and we have the last two days and it makes it uh, a lot easier. All right. What about Vargas? You know what? Vargas is going to go out there today and, and continue to try to execute pitches. Um, we all know that uh, when he doesn't, it, it gets pretty tough out there for him, but uh, you know, he's a competitor and he's going to go out there and do the best he can. And we're going to be uh, ready to make adjustments if we need to. We have faith that uh, he can go out there and, hold him for as long as he can, and then we'll, uh, you know, kind of adjust the rest of the game as need as needed. What kind of leash, Mickey, as far as him, if he doesn't get it turned around, I mean, how long do you go before you decide to give someone else a shot in that fifth spot? Yeah, you know, that that's a tough question. Um, you know, I think that uh, we, we definitely need to put Vargas in a position where he has the, uh, you know, opportunity to succeed. And, uh, you know, when, when players don't at some point, Sometimes a uh, a move is needed, but uh, we're going to give him every opportunity to go out there and show us what he can be and what he can do. Frazier, since he's come back these couple of days, you've put him out there. He's in the lineup again tonight. Uh, what is he in your mind the regular third baseman now, or does he have a different role than that? You know what I think uh, for the interim, he's the, he's the. Uh, uh, everyday third baseman. You know, okay. he, he brings uh, some defense that uh, is, is is very very good. We're definitely a defensive, uh, a better defensive club when he's in there. And his attitude, his the way he plays. He's a gamer. He goes out there and he gives it everything he can. So for now, he's kind of plugged in that third base position. But we also understand that uh, Davis can do a great job. McNeil can do a great job over there. And uh, we have the ability to move Fraser around if we need to. So um, we got, got kind of got the best of both worlds. But for now, we want to get his feet wet uh, at third and, and get him going. Now you got McNeil. He's got to play. Uh, you got him in left. Do you turn McNeil into a now and with Fraser at third? Do you turn McNeil into an everyday left fielder now and just give him the position because obviously yeah. the guy can hit. Yeah, you're going to see him in the lineup. I mean, he like okay. you said, he has to be in that lineup as much as possible. On Do you like him in the leadoff spot? Um, you know what? I don't mind him there. You know, obviously he has a little bit of different tool set than uh, Nemo does. Nemo's going to, you know, his on-base percentage is, is, is right. off the chart. So he, he, walks, he sits yeah. well there. Yeah. I like McNeil in the two-hole as well. I like him in the six-hole driving in runs. He can hit anywhere, man. He's just such a great hitter. You know, you gave uh, the big guy the, fir- the day off today to get Smith in the lineup. More more to give Alonzo a day off or more to give Smith a chance to get in the lineup? 
Probably a little bit of both, but more for, for, for Alonzo's need. You know, he plays the game so hard with such passion. He runs every ball out like he's a speedy center fielder. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he, he's going to need days off, and we figured we would uh, compound that with that uh, off day tomorrow and give him two. I have a feeling he's going to come in and, and get a pinch hit home run at the end of the game tonight, though. You know, we're talking with Mickey Callaway. I, I thought the Cano thing, I had just walked in from playing golf on Sunday, and I, and Cano was up. I could not believe they called that a strike. That was the most ridiculous call. I mean, the ball hit Cano. He was trying to get out of the way. I, I, I don't even know what they were thinking about in, in calling that a strike. Well, that's kind of why, you know, and, and we didn't even know that that was the case for a good two minutes while we were checking on Cano. I was trying to figure out who's going to run for him, who's going to pinch run, where is he going to play. Um, and then we were informed that uh, they thought it was a swing. Ridiculous. Hey, get, you know what? It's, it's it's a tough call in real time, but I mean, I, I felt like that was it was uh, you know something that uh, just the bat kind of went flying out of his hand. I don't want to get in your pocket. I don't. I, I don't want to get in your pocket. But that's <laughs> utterly ridiculous. Uh, utter, utterly, <laughs> utterly ridiculous. Uh, and you had your say, as we know, uh, on yeah. Sunday. You know, these teams now. Maybe the, first it was the Redbirds, then it's the Phillies. You got guys hitting home runs. You got guys hitting. They're throwing inside on your guys, and they're hitting you guys, which obviously I said sooner or later that's got to change here. Uh, the message has got to get across here because they're throwing at you guys pretty good. Yeah, you know what? Um, we have to protect our players sometimes, and uh, if we feel the need, we will do that at, at some point. And uh, like you said, you, they have to be smart about it. They you okay with that? I mean, some managers – I, I used to fight with Joe Torre about this. He didn't like to throw at other guys. He didn't like to throw – even they were play, even when Pedro would come in and plunk the first two Yankees, he didn't like that. And he did it on purpose. They didn't even like to throw with guys. Are you a guy that's okay with, you know, listen, I expect my pitcher to do what he has to do to protect my guys? I'm a guy that's going to protect their guy. My okay, guys. good. That's absolutely right. Good. I believe in that. I think that's just the way it should be. Plus, you guys, when they start to hit home runs, they're going to throw inside. They clearly that's are. Right. I mean, Alonzo got hit hard. He got hit on the on the shield, but he, he's lucky he did because he got hit hard. He yeah, did. he did. He, he did. Yeah. All right. Um, right now, Conforto is doing a good job. Cano is starting to get hot. I hope he continues now that he's back in the lineup, which is good to see. Uh your offense has been very productive. And, I mean, let's see what Frazier did. He, he did a good job, obviously, since he's been back. But it, this offense has been surprisingly good so far. you got to be very pleased with it because, you know, I, from top to bottom, it's really been very productive. I am very pleased. You know, on some nights we have a guy like Davis hitting eighth right before the pitcher, and he's got the ability to pop a homer on somebody and then, you know, come up with a big double. But uh, I'm very, very pleased with the way we're swinging the bats, the approach we're taking, the way we're grinding out every at-bat, no matter what the score is. You know, if we would have done a better job with our bullpen a couple of times, we were coming back in games and giving ourselves an opportunity to win, and we just couldn't hold them. So now that our bullpen's uh, in a little bit better spot, they're performing better. Hopefully, even if we're down a few runs, we can hold them right there, and our offense is going to come back and score some runs and give us a chance. Well, plus, uh, you know, uh, let's be honest, Alonzo's a lot better than any of us thought. I mean, uh, we thought thought he was going to be okay, you know, and do a decent job here and hit some home runs. He's been a star so far. I mean, he's been been, been been sensational. He's been a bonafide star from what he's done. That's that's absolutely right. And, And it's not just luck. I mean, this kid is doing it because he's skilled. You know, he can drive in a run, land on second, going the other way. 
that takes skill. That's not just getting beat by a fastball and getting lucky and hitting it the other way. He's intentionally taking a great approach, and it works. And it's also overshadowed a little bit how Conforto's hit, because Conforto's got six (laughs) home runs, and he's done a heck of a job. It is, and that's nice. That's what you want. You want that guy to look at that snake kind of hanging in the weeds and all of a sudden pop Homer. Oh, man, we forgot about him because everybody else is doing so well. Yeah, I mean, Conforto's gotten off to a good start. I mean, last year he said he really didn't feel healthy. He told me in spring training he didn't feel great all year. Now, you know, you can see maybe it took him the whole year to get get himself back in. Cano got off to the slow start after opening day. He now looks like he's swinging the bat. So you get those three guys going together, sprinkle in Ramos, maybe Frazier a little bit who can hit a home run, and the lineup looks pretty good. Yeah, no, they really do. Like you said, those three guys, that, that's very dangerous. Robbie's been squaring the ball up, and when Conforto makes it out this year, it looks like he almost just hit a homer. You know, it's like he's just barely missing it. So those guys are locked in. They'll continue to be locked in because they're great hitters, and uh, that's something that uh, the other pitching coaches are not uh, happy to, to prepare for when they come in and play the Mets. Talking with Mickey Calloway, the Mets at 13 up and 10 down, uh, playing solid baseball right now, need to get their big one-two punch going in the pitching department. Before I get to DeGrom, Nimmo, uh, you hear oblique and you think, uh-oh. Uh, we know that we just dealt with this with Judge, and they called it a severe oblique mm-hmm. injury. How about yours? What, how, what are you looking you know at what? with Nimmo? We, we were very concerned last night because, like you said, you hear oblique and then your, your mind starts wandering. Um, he has taken swings today. He feels great. He's going to be available late in the game oh, today. Okay. Okay. So uh, we're not that concerned at this oh, point. So, all right. So he's back already. Yeah. All right. What yeah. do you think? Let's take Degrom first. Is Degrom in your mind 100 uh, percent full ball, full go? Everything's clean. Everything's good, and he can go back to work. I think that's the way it's going to be. Obviously, we got to get through the next few days before you know we want him to get on the mound and start again. But at this point, uh, all is good. Now, with Syndergaard, Mickey, what I see is I see him just not finishing guys off with two strikes. What, what, now, we know what kind of stuff he's got. Is it that he has to be more economical? Does he have to be more aggressive? What do you think's got to go on for him to, to have easier innings? You know what? He's, he's got to get ahead better. You know, he's, he's such a strike thrower historically that we're not worried about the walks and things like that. But you still have to get ahead. Even if you end up getting that guy out, if you're not getting ahead in the count and controlling that count, your swing and misses go away, the foul balls start to add up, and your pitch count goes up. So he needs to continue to understand that i got to throw strike one, i got to throw one-one strikes, always be in control of that count. Like you said, he's got a, a tremendous talent, and he's going to get out as long as he's doing the right things. And the right thing for him is getting ahead consistently and doing it at an elite level so he can continue to be an elite pitcher. Are they squaring up on him, or is he just a little wild right now? Um, I think it's been a little bit of both. He's okay. been a little wild, and then when he has to come back into the uh, zone, he's having to throw it middle, and they're squaring him up. So that's why it's so important to throw strike one and, and get to two-strike count and three pitches to make sure that uh, you're controlling that count so they can't just sit up there, feel comfortable that you're going to have to come middle, and they're going to whack it. The other day, Matt's bounced back. You had to like the way he bounced back off that game without getting it out to come right back and – turn it around as quickly as he did, give you six innings like that, you had to be very happy. I was very happy because that's not an easy task. You know, same team. Yep, same team. He did something historically probably was not the best thing in the world that uh, not many have done. 
to come back, be mentally tough enough to come out there and just put all that behind you and throw the way he did, that was a huge step for the team, and that was a huge step for Stephen Matt. I agree. He Big is guy. really starting to get a grip on that mentality that he needs to be uh, uh, you know, a, a number three guy. I agree. That was a good test for him. I, I totally agree. How about Familia? How do you feel about where he is right now? He's, he's thrown the ball really well the last couple of outings. You know, he was kind of suffering the same fate as the other guys. Like, he was, he was wild. you got to throw strike one in this game. I don't care how nasty of a sinker you got. I don't care if you throw a 95-mile-per-hour slider. you got to get ahead. you got to attack the hitters and make them hit it. And he, wasn't, he didn't have that ability early on, so it cost him a little bit. But the last two outings, he's been a lot better. Do you want to, Mickey? Do you want to run guys back and forth? To, to, I mean, do you feel like you got a little bit of a taxi squad with this bullpen in the minors, where you can run guys back and forth and and you know use them and then cycle them through and bring them back and forth? Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, we do. Um, you know, Syracuse is obviously close, so that makes it a lot easier. Like for instance, and and I know we're talking about the bullpen, but for instance, um, Rosie got sick the other day. The same day that morning, we knew it. We drove the guy over right. four hours away, and bam, he's in the starting lineup. We win a game. Yes, but we do have that ability. And you know what? Until guys step up, that's what the case is going to be. We need some guys coming up from triple A, stepping up, throwing the ball over the plate and giving us a chance to win. I don't care if you're the 10th pitcher, the 12th pitcher, or the closer. you got to go out there and throw strikes so we can count on you. Any reason, as a guy who was an historic pitching coach with the Indians a couple of years ago, why bullpens all over baseball are getting beat up so badly? Uh, one one uh, train of thought is that the hitters are getting used to seeing all this heat coming out of the bullpen. You buy that at all? I, I think there's something to that. I think the reason is the starters aren't going as deep into games. Okay. So your bullpens are getting overtaxed every single year. You know, a lot of managers aren't letting their, their guys go through the order the third time, and I think it may start taking a toll on some of the, uh, the bullpen arms that you have because they're just, you know, pitching in situations and maybe, you know, Five to ten innings even can, can make a difference per year when you're talking about you know an uptick in, of uh, 20% when it's 12, 13 innings. Do you, so, think, uh, uh, do you think, Mickey, sorry to interrupt, but do you think that yeah. maybe to a point, though, that they are seeing so many guys come out of the bullpen with this crazy heat that you got to get guys to sink the ball or cut the ball a little more maybe than, than yeah. just throw the, hit, the fastball? Absolutely. You have to have guys that aren't doing the norm and the norm nowadays is 96-97. So you so need to sink it a little more. So the guy who I can sink it a little more, that, right, yeah. Sink it a little more, make it ride a little more, have better right. breaking stuff a little bit more, maybe a side armor. Those guys will always have success because they're not typical. All right, you've seen the guys in your division. Uh, every, you know, everybody looks pretty, pretty even. I mean, everyone, everyone looks like they can play everybody. You have teams – Solid right now. It's uh, it's done a good job at thirteen and ten. It's sitting in a solid position. You got to be okay with everything. Uh, we know the pitching is going to. You know, you got to expect the Grom and Syndergaard are going to get better. We have to expect that. Uh, that they're, they're all stars, so we expect that. Uh, you got to feel pretty good about. I, I think. I think everyone has to feel pretty good about the Mets right now. I think you got to feel pretty good about your ball club right now. You really do. I'm. I'm very pleased with the way we've played. I'm pleased with the team that we have, the atmosphere in the clubhouse, the atmosphere in the in the dugout, and our best strength so far has not been very good. 
So we're going to continue to, to get better and better. It seems like a, now listen, probably everybody says that about any team that's doing okay, that it seems like a happy team. Your team does seem like you got a mix of kids and veterans. You got some young guys who have come up, you know, uh, like you can tell that, uh, that uh, Alonzo and McNeil have come up and they've kind of like, transferred the team a little bit from where it was a couple of years ago with those two guys, with their personalities, especially with Alonzo's personality. You add in a Cano and a Ramos. You got Fraser, who's a veteran. Uh, you got a young vet in Conforto. It seems like a good mix. It really, it seems like a very happy team. Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you know, some writers were coming up to me today saying, hey, this is the most relaxed, most fun most energetic uh, clubhouse we've been around. All guys are all getting along, and everything you said is exactly true. Um, it, it's been fantastic. Well, it sounds good. Okay, keep it up. Thanks. We'll talk to you again. Thank yep. you very much, Mickey. Thanks right, a lot, Mike. Mickey, Have a good one. Man. Thank you. Mickey Calloway as the Mets and the Phillies. Now they got to get Vargas going. Listen, they, Vargas is Vargas. They need to get Syndergaard and DeGrom doing what they do. Then you can live with We'll hopefully be in good again, and you can get Matt's going. Then you can live with the fifth starter. I mean, if the fifth starter is your only problem, you don't have that many problems. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. You can live with the fifth starter. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.